At Kroger, we believe it takes the right team to bring you the freshest produce. That's why we partner with farmers who grow only the best. And that level of teamwork means better, fresher options time and time again. Working with farmers is what it takes to be fresh for everyone. Kroger, fresh for everyone. When you're a Boost member, you get free delivery, double fuel points, and lots more. Sign up at Kroger.com boost. The Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. All Hit Radio. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. And welcome to the X-Zone for Monday, July the 27th. My name is Rob McConnell, and we're coming to you live and around the world on the Talk Star Radio Network from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. If you'd like to give us a call, our toll-free number is one eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five. Now, that is toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. My email address, X-Zone at TalkStarRadio.com. On MSN Messenger, talkstarradio at hotmail.com. And our websites, www.xzoneradio.com and xzonetv.com. My producer tonight, a master control in Titusville, Florida, the home of the Talkstar Radio Network. Sir Alec, nice working with you, Alec. Glad to hear that you had a great weekend. And if you'd like to find out what other fine programming is available to you when the X-Zone is not on air... In your local area, that is, visit www.talkstarradio.com. On tonight's show, joining me in a few minutes will be Larry Flaxman. We're going to be talking about a new book that he co-authored with Marie D. Jones, who's going to be with us in our first hour Friday night, The Resonance Key. Hour number two, Doug Elwell will be joining us to talk about Mysterious World. Hour number three, Stanley Romanek will be joining us to talk about Close Encounters, Scientific Proof, UFOs, and Aliens Are Real. And then in hour number four, April Sharon will be joining us to talk about new awakenings. That's tonight here on the X-Zone and around the world on our vast and growing family of broadcast affiliates across Canada, the United States, Central America, South America, the Caribbean, the Pacific Rim, 24 Asian countries, and across Europe. On this date, in the if we were to enter into the Wayback Machine and uh, set our dials at Back in history, July 27. On this date in history, July 27, the great philosopher Confucius was born way back in 550 B.C. On this date in 1789, Congress authorized the Office of Foreign Affairs. In 1866, the last of the 1,686 miles of telegraph cable were dropped into the Atlantic Ocean. On this date in 1909, Orville Wright flew an airplane for an hour and nine minutes. Bugs Bunny debuted in 1940 on this date in history in a short A Wild Hair, where he first uttered his trademark line, What's up, Doc? 
credit for Bugs Bunny character generally goes to Tex Avery, who developed a preliminary character created by fellow animator Ben Bugs Hardaway. So, wow, Bugs Bunny is now 67 years old. If it's your birthday today, happy birthday from everyone here at the Exxon Radio Show and the Talkstar Radio Network and all our members of the Exxon Nation. You share your birthday with Maya Rudolph, turns 37 today. Singer Bobby Gentry turns 65. Now, hopefully, by now, she's paid what she owed to Billy Joe. Former figure skater Peggy Fleming turns 61 today. And Norman Lear, the guy who gave us all in the family, Maud, and the Jeffersons is 87 years young. And today, as always, there seems to be one silly name for each and every day now because somebody somewhere has nothing better to do with their time. Today is, are you ready? Take your houseplant for a walk day. I'm not kidding. I'm not making this up. I don't have enough time on my hands during the day to make anything so silly up. So if you saw somebody today walking down the street or in your office or at local park with a plant on a leash sitting on a skateboard talking to it, you haven't gone crazy. It's because this person was crazy and they decided to take your house plant for a walk day very seriously. When I come back from this two-minute commercial break, I'll be joined by Larry Flaxman. We're going to be talking about the new book that... Larry, along with Marie D. Jones, authored, entitled The Resonance Key. My name is Rob McConnell. This is The Exxon for Monday, July the 27th in the year 2009. Coming to you live and around the world on the Talk Star Radio Network from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Take a step back in time and discover old Florida cuisine at Marsh Landing Restaurant in Felsmere. Enjoy delicacies such as frog legs, gator tail, catfish, and swamp cabbage, or enjoy the more traditional cuisine like hand-cut Angus steaks, ribs, and seafood. Join us for breakfast with a southern flair featuring sweet potato pancakes, biscuits and gravy, and much more. Planning a party? Marsh Landing's private dining room can accommodate groups from 8 to 80 people. While you're visiting, enjoy the historic pictures, artifacts, and stories that line the walls. Marsh Landing is truly a unique experience. Marsh Landing Restaurant, 44 North Broadway in historic Felsmere, or visit marshlandingrestaurant.com. Marsh Landing, old Florida cuisine at its best. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365. Are you interested in the paranormal, ghosts, UFOs, or psychic phenomenon? 
Join me, Tim Bartley, co-host of Talking to Spirits with Lightworkers Tim and Justina, coming mid-January 2017 to the XZBN. We will channel spirits live and talk to them, revealing all kinds of amazing information. Spiritual attachments will be found and removed on the show, and so much more. To find out when you can listen to Talking to Spirits with Lightworkers Tim and Justina, visit www.xzbn.net for listeners on both sides of the veil. Welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell. My guest this hour is Larry Flaxman, and he's an active veteran in paranormal research and hands-on field investigations. Concurrently active in law enforcement information technology, he melds his technical, scientific, and investigative background for no-nonsense, scientifically objective explanations regarding anomalous phenomena. Larry is the president and senior researcher for ARPAST, that's the Arkansas Paranormal and Anomalous Study Team, which he founded in 2007. Under his leadership, ARPAST has become one of the nation's largest and most active paranormal research organizations. Our past is also a member of the TAPS family, and Larry has also appeared in numerous print interviews, including the Anomalous Times-Herald News, Jacksonville Patriot, Paraweb, Current Affairs Herald, just to name a few. Larry's writing has appeared in many publications, including New Dawn Age, and he is the co-author with Marie D. Jones, who, as I said, is going to be our first guest Friday night, of 1111, The Time Prompt Phenomenon, The Meaning Behind Mysterious Signs, Sequences, and Synchronicities for New Page Books. He is also co-creator of paraexplorers.com, devoted to the exploration of ancient and modern unknown mystery. Larry's is married and lives in Little Rock, Arkansas. And we're talking about the resonance key, exploring the links between vibration, consciousness, and zero-point grid. And Larry, welcome to the X-Zone. How are you, bud? Good. How are you doing, Rob? Super. Thanks very much for joining us tonight, Larry. It's always great having you on with Marie, or you by yourself and Marie by herself. It's like the old Donnie and Marie show, except it's Larry and Marie. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. It is. Larry, tell us about your new book, uh, The Resonance Key. Okay, well, before we start talking about The Resonance Key, I I do have to say that I just got done taking my plant for a walk, and it was very appreciative. (laughs) Tell me, did it stop at any uh, fire hydrants? Well, it's funny that you should ask that. Actually, no, it didn't stop at a fire hydrant, but there was a parked car on the side of the the road that it just motioned for me to stop, and it, Uh it took care of its business on the tire. So. Well, there you go. Can you imagine if they had plant, uh, plant, uh, take your plant out for a walk day during the hippie days? You'd see no. all these hippies walking their grass plants all over the place. Who comes up with that stuff? You know, I, I really don't know, but whoever it is, they have way too much time on their hands. They do. They absolutely do. I would definitely uh, not like to take time management from them. Oh, Lord. Can you just imagine? Mind you, they probably make a small fortune with these stupid little days. I'm sure, and you know, it'll probably lead to a, to a book deal or a movie. Well, now we know what people do to get into uh, Hallmark, don't we? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Larry, uh, tell us a little bit about the resonance, Keith. And by the way, thank you and Marie very much for sending me a copy. No, 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 no problem at all. Have you uh, read through it yet? 
I've gone through it, uh, and I must tell you that you raise a lot of questions. You raise a what, lot of questions. What, do you, what, was, hmm, what was the... See, I don't know, Rob, because we were trying to answer questions really more than raise questions. Well, what you do when you answer a question, you raise more. Uh, you know, like my philosophy is if one question is answered, ten more questions pop up. True. You know, for, for, exam for example, you, uh, you gave some of the positive uses of resonance, and, and you mm -hmm. gave, you know, for example, as in healing modalities. But right. then you sit back and you wonder, wow, if it can be used for this, what else can it be used for that nobody has thought of? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, just like how I, I believe paranormal research is still in its infancy, mm -hmm. I believe that the, the use of resonance and sound uh, is probably also in its infancy. A lot of what we know about resonance and sound, I think, has been lost through the ages. A lot of what some of the, the ancient civilizations knew about how sound can influence people, how sound can influence objects, I think we've tended to, to forget that in modern times. And so we very much are probably in a rediscovery period where we're just now starting to realize the importance and the, the value mm -hmm. uh, of sound. All right. Um, tell me, what was your inspiration for you and Marie to write this new book? Well, we actually were looking to, we wanted to write a book that would be kind of a theory of everything. We really wanted to write something that would, would speak to some of our ideas about um, an explanatory agent for paranormal phenomena as well as other unexplained uh, and anomalous phenomena. So we started doing some research and we found that there really is in a lot of the experiences and a lot of the, the, um, the, different, uh, the different things that there are certain commonalities. And some of the commonalities, it seemed like all led back to, to sound in, mm -hmm. in one fashion or another or resonance in one fashion or another. So that really was kind of the... Uh, the idea behind it. Um, it was actually a fascinating book to to, uh, to write and to research. There was quite a bit of information that I didn't realize about sound. Things that that you know, I'd like to consider myself fairly knowledgeable about sound. I, I you know, I, I use sound. I deal with sound, especially on the paranormal investigative side of things. But there was a lot of things that was uncovered during uh, during the research for the book that just absolutely blew me away. Can you give Some me an example? Well, some, like, for instance, the work of, of uh, Tesla, mm -hmm. some of the things that he did with resonance um, was just absolutely amazing. You know, usually when you think of, of scientific genius, most people instantly think probably Einstein, or they might think of, um, oh gosh, they might think of uh, a variety of other scientists. But, but Tesla was, was a very fascinating character, and he, he actually designed some very interesting devices that were based around resonance, including one, well, there was actually a couple things. He invented one that, device that supposedly would allow him to wirelessly transfer electricity from one continent to another or completely across the earth. So now, you know, nowadays, of course, we've got cables that allow us to transfer electricity, but, you know, his, his idea was that we could transfer electricity without using any cabling system at all, just simply by tuning a frequency we could transmit electricity and kind of treat electricity as a vibrational frequency itself. But unfortunately, that was never tried, and uh, we just know it as a theory these days. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah it was not. Um, another thing he created was something called the earthquake machine, which actually was developed and was tested, and it was 
really not designed for nefarious purposes, but, uh, you know, obviously governments uh, probably would uh, disagree with that. But sure. it was a device that he used um, that would, you know, shake a building's foundations completely. It was designed uh, for, really not for that purpose, but it was designed more as an experiment uh, in how resonance can affect uh, objects. And, you know, he, he found that it actually would, every time he would fire the thing up, he was getting complaints and the local police department was being called and everything else. So. Why do you think, if you'll excuse the expression, that uh, Tesla never got a fair shake with the scientific community? Well, you know, just like any type of fringe scientist, I think that mainstream traditional science uh, is not very open or not very receiving to things that, that are outside the box, if you will. Um, you know, even Einstein in his day, there were many detractors of his mm -hmm. simply because he thought outside of the box. His, his theories really were not confined to what one would consider mainstream science. And I think it's probably the same situation with Tesla. A lot of his research and a lot of his methodology and ideology was really based around non-traditional scientific tenets, things that were that he was interested in researching the, the application of that, that really more, most scientists didn't see uh, value to, or they thought, you know, he's just a crackpot working on something that, you know, it, it will never come to fruition. And it's very unfortunate. And you tend to see that a lot in paranormal investigation as well. You know, people t tend to view the paranormal investigative world as crackpots and freaks the same as they probably do uh, did with Tesla at the time. I was wondering if you could uh, tell me what you found uh, as far as frequencies uh, pertaining to the paranormal during the research for your book. For example, is there such a thing as a ghost frequency? Well, there are several theories about that. Um, there, there actually is. Uh, there was a gentleman that came up with a theory uh, and actually wrote a book about it called The Ghost of... I think it was Ghost of 29 Megacycles, which was one theory that, you know, that paranormal um, beings can reside at, at the 29 megacycles frequency range. We've not actually seen that in any type of you know, real uh, field research, but there has been a lot of research that's been done uh, on infrasonic sound. Uh, a gentleman by the name of Vic Candy back in the day, uh, and I've, I've, you know, I've heard both ways that he has some type of relation to the, the founder of Radio Shack the Tandy Corporation, mm -hmm. but I've also heard that there's completely no association whatsoever. But anyways, uh, Mr. Tandy was a, uh, he was a professor at Coventry University in England, and actually I had the distinct pleasure of corresponding with him uh, before he passed away a couple of years ago. Um, but what happened to him was actually very, very interesting. He was down in his lab working late one night. Uh, he was an active uh, fencer. For, for those uh, on the, the uh, northern continent over here, most people don't know what fencing is, but in England and other parts of the world, people are very familiar with what fencing is. It's basically fighting with swords. Uh, so he had his fencing sword clamped uh, in, I believe they call it a foil, actually, a fencing foil. It was clamped in a vice, and he was uh, intending to work on it that evening that he was down there. He was going to straighten the blade on it. They had recently done some uh, renovations in his lab, and they had... Uh, done some uh, work with the uh, the fan system in, in, the, in there for the forced air. And what was happening was there was air that was blowing basically on his, his fencing foil, 
and it was vibrating. It was creating a vibration that was within the infrasonic range. Of course, he didn't know this at the time, but what happened was he was sitting there in his lab, completely oblivious that there was any type of uh, phenomena occurring, and then all of a sudden he starts to see a black object out of the corner of his eye, and it begins to walk across the lab floor. So, of course, he, he as a rational scientist, you know, he... he starts to look for possible explanations for what this is. And, of course, he was not a paranormal researcher uh, at that point in his life. Larry, we're going to have a bit of a cliffhanger here because I have to take my news break. Please stand Uh, by. All right. Larry Flaxman is our special guest. And uh, Larry's website is www.arpast.com, I believe. I'm going to check that out during the uh, commercial break, Nation. Larry Flaxman is the co-author of The Resonance Key, exploring the links between vibration consciousness and the zero-point grid, along with Marie D. Jones. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break as the Exxon continues live and around the world on the Talkstar Radio Network from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember, 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Welcome back, everyone. My special guest this hour is Larry Flaxman. We're talking about the new book that uh, Larry, along with Marie D. Jones, authored entitled, Explore, it's entitled The Resonance Key, Exploring the Links Between Vibration, Consciousness, and the Zero-Point Grid. And it's published by the good people at New Page Books. Larry, before we went away, we were uh, we were just gotten into uh, talking about the ghost frequency, and I was wondering if you could get us back there and uh, if we can continue that because it's a very it's a very interesting point where this gentleman was was work who was a fencer was working on straightening out his uh, his his sword, and he didn't notice that the fan had been causing some sort of resonance until he started noticing a dark figure in the corner of his eye that eventually walked across the room. Yep, absolutely. Well, I'll pick up from there. Um, So what happened was he he got a a team of of, uh, other individuals down there to help him figure out what was going on, and they Mm -hmm. eventually figured out basically what was happening was that the, the, the fencing sword, the foil, was vibrating and it was producing a standing wave frequency of, of 18.98 hertz, which is well below the realm of human uh, hearing. 
but it also, interestingly enough, it's in the infrasonic range, but it's also, interestingly enough, the same resonant frequency that the human eyeball, uh, the liquid in the human eyeball resonates at. So many people think that, you know, the paranormal frequency uh, is that exact frequency. That, that's what I mentioned before, the, 20, the ghost of 27 megacycles was mm-hmm. one theory. This one is another theory, too, that a lot of paranormal phenomena is simply due to uh, the resonant effect of, of sound uh, physiologically influencing the human body. So what happened with, with Mr. Candy was that there really wasn't any type of a ghost or demon or anything down in his lab. It was his eyeball was vibrating uh, due to the resonant frequency of, of the foil uh, vibrating from the, from the, uh, the airflow. So there, there's a lot of, of different thoughts on you know, how sound can actually influence the body. Of course, for those that have, uh, for those that are fans of the, um, of the TV show Mythbusters, they did a big show, uh, last year about, uh, busting the mythical brown note. For those that are familiar with that, uh, do you know what that is, Rob? You heard no, that tell one? us. Tell us. Well, the brown note is a, a theoretical sound at which the, the human, uh, bowels will, um, evacuate. Uh, uncontrollably and just instantaneously. Um, they've done significant research into it, and I'm actually not sure who came up with that theory in the first place, but the show Mythbusters attempted to debunk that, and they were actually able to do so. Uh, sound certainly can have uh, uncomfortable effects on the human body, but the uh, forced evacuation of one, one's bowels does not seem to be uh, something that it can do. But sound also really influences the human body in a variety of ways. Um, you've probably been startled from sleep at 3 a.m. by some selfless idiot driving down the street with his bass blaring out of his vehicle. Sure have. And it's, it's, it's vibrated your windows. It's yep. probably knocked some things off the walls. And, I mean, you feel that. You feel that sound. That is, it's a very low mm-hmm. um, sound that the human body is, is very sensitive to. The same thing with ultra-high frequencies, too. The human body has a certain range of frequencies where we're able to discern them. We can discern very low frequencies, and depending on your age, you can also discern fairly high frequencies. One of the, the popular things going around now with, with kids is changing the ringtone and the text messaging tone on their cell phones to a frequency above fifteen to 16,000 uh, hertz. Basically, they could hear it, their ears are able to hear that tone, but as older adults, we cannot hear it. So, very interesting. Um, All right. So, how does the resonance uh, key, affect, uh, you know, how does how does the resonance key and vibrations work with other aspects of the paranormal? For example, UFOs. Does it? That is definitely one of the theories. Um, there are theories as far as the propulsion system of, of UFOs, as far as the the ability to. Um, transport aliens to and fro the surface of the earth. I'm not totally sure. I, I buy into a lot of the extraterrestrial explanations mm-hmm. for resonance. But certainly resonance is, is a powerful tool. The ancients knew about it very well when they designed the, the pyramid structure in, in Egypt, specifically the Great Pyramid. Uh, it is the great, uh, the chamber is actually tuned to a C-sharp. And for those that have been in the chamber, that have actually experimented with tones. There have been scientists and audiologists that have done this. Uh, there are very profound effects that occur in the human body within that chamber. So the ancients knew about sound and what it could do. Same thing with the Mayans and the Aztecs. There were specific sequences of sounds that they would use immediately preceding uh, some of the 
some of the rituals that they would perform. And the sounds were intended to introduce a, a trance-like state in many of the people. When we were doing research for the book, I made contact with a gentleman from Mexico uh, that, that researches the, what they call death whistles. And these death whistles are whistles. They're devices that the, the Mayans created. Uh, they, they were tuned to specific frequencies, and when you played these whistles, it would entrain the human brain into altered states of consciousness. Generally, they would do that immediately before uh, do, performing a human sacrifice. So they would put you. They would either put the listeners, they would put the followers into this this mass frenzied state from playing these death whistles. But it would also, at the same time, put the the potential um, person that was about to be uh, taken out. They would put him in a, a different state of mind. So very interesting things. Um, sound really does affect the body in many, many ways. Is this why drumming is becoming so uh, popular? It, it is. Drumming and chanting, uh, you know, the, the bowls, the Tibetan mm-hmm. bowls that many people use, things like that, uh, it does. It, it very much affects the brain. There are some devices that are out there now, some of the, the wellness companies have produced, uh, that use what's called binaural beats. And binaural beats is basically a technology where two sounds are introduced together, the human brain multiplexes those sounds, mixes them together, and then your body can achieve altered states from those sounds. So, you know, the wellness and the alternative health uh, communities have really picked up on the use of sound as well. There's another device that we talked about a little bit in the book called the brain tuner. The brain tuner is the same thing. It uses a, a range of sweeping frequencies basically to entrain your brain into a more, stre- or more stress-less State. It puts it more into the, the delta state, which is, is one of the states uh, of, of sleep. So, yes, definitely. You know, you're, you're talking about altered states of consciousness. Why do we need to keep exploring the altered stages of consciousness? What's the advantages and what are the disadvantages? Well, that's, you know, you're, you're, that's definitely a loaded question. Coming from someone that is, is completely against the use of illegal drugs, um, the exploration of, of those type of things, um, you know, other than using some of the, the, tr- the non-traditional methods like I just described, the non-medicinal purpose things, um, I, I think the reason why people explore these things is probably several fold. One is because it, it's interesting, it's fascinating. You know, they can experience a, they can have an experience that is so far outside of what we would consider the norm uh, that that really is the only way. The other aspect of that would be, you know, as Timothy Leary and some of the other uh, research re- researchers in LSD and peyote and some of the other uh, non-traditional uh, hallucinogenic drugs have, have found, uh, is that you, you can experience something that is so phenomenally different, really, than what you're experiencing uh, in, a, in a normal state mm-hmm. that... Perhaps we are actually experiencing something that is beyond the human brain creating it. In other words, perhaps it's, it's actually tuning the human brain into being more of a receiver rather than a transmitter of reality. So when you, when you do these things and you're able to shift into an altered state of consciousness, perhaps we're actually opening our body up to being able to uh, experience altered realities, altered dimensions, uh, parallel dimensions, parallel realities, those sort of things. So, you know... What are the pros and cons? I would say those are the pros. What are the cons? It really depends, I guess, on the method that you use to induce the altered state. You know, if it's, if it's an illicit drug, obviously there's there's negative uh, 
Sure, there are a, a lot of negatives with that. I mean, you can obviously get addicted to it. Plus, the but, you know the use of alter the uh, use of illegal drugs has totally been researched. But you know, when it comes to using uh, the uh, the resonance vibrations or any of these new age genre methods for inducing alter states of consciousness, there hasn't been that much research done. And no, we don't we don't not. know what we're opening ourselves to. Absolutely, you don't know exactly what can of worms that you're actually mm-hmm. opening. Is the human body or the human brain actually capable of being able to deal with the um, the things that that are that occur in yeah. these altered states of consciousness? I don't know, but you make a very valid point. Yeah, they, they've done a lot of research using you know illicit uh, materials to achieve those states, but really using other materials like sound. No, they have not. Okay, what's the uh, what is the role of uh, the brain in perceiving reality as far as your research has shown, and uh, what is you know, as you described in the Resonance Key, your new book, that is out. Well, as I just uh, alluded to just a minute ago, we believe, based on our research, that the brain is actually more of a receiver of information, uh, much more so than, than actually a creator. Many people think that, you know, you create your own reality, you create your own destiny, and that, you know, things, you're, you live in a locked timeline, and that really you just, you go through life and things just happen to you. Well, we actually believe that the human brain is, is capable of creating that reality. That, in other words, instead of just receiving externally, uh, that you're actually creating your own reality. For those that have read the book, uh, The Secret, you know, that, that's an excellent example of how you actually manifest and create your own destiny. You create your own reality. If, if you have enough focus on something, you, you tend to have that that focus manifested into reality. And I think we've all seen that. If you've ever wanted something, you've focused your, your attention on that, you know, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Eventually, you do, you actually manifest that and you actually get that, whether it's, you know, in your personal relations, your professional work, whatever. Well, the so only way we, that I've seen that done is through hard work, dedication, and uh, long hours. So It is. You know, and that, that, that is the secret, persistence. It is. It, you know, it is if, a secret. if people think that these things are going to manifest out of thin air, thin air by them doing nothing, it doesn't. It no. really doesn't. Um, what is the zero gra- uh, zero point grid, and how is it similar to information uh, like the Akashic records, uh, morphic fields, and um, even godlike source? Very similar. Um, just kind of a different spin. Uh, it's a, it's a little bit different. Um, we have. Some different ideas about the creation of it, we, uh, as far as the, the utilization of it, but it's very similar in that we believe that everything is connected. There is an interconnectedness uh, about everything, whether it's our consciousness, um, our relations with people, our uh, ability to influence people, even at a distance. You, you see that within physics to a certain extent too. There's something. There's a, a realm of physics called spooky physics, basically where an object can influence another object from a distance without actually even touching that. You also get into many things with that, uh, kind of the grid that we're talking about as well, in that there's theories um, that not only can an object influence another object from a distance, but the outcome of that may actually be influenced by the observation of that itself. The observation theory is something that's, that's been out there for a while. In other words, uh, Schrodinger had an, a famous experiment. Well, I don't know if he actually conducted the experiment, but it was a uh, theoretical experiment where if he placed a cat in a box with some uh, poison, if you didn't look in the box, did the cat eat it and die, or 
was the cat still living? And you know what I mean? It's kind of like if the, the bear defecates in the woods, do you still hear it or smell it or whatever? Kind of the same sort of thing. Um, so we believe that there is a causal relationship, basically, between everything and that, that things that we as a species can influence other uh, objects, other people, whatever, through what we call the grid. We have a connectedness to other people. That was a long and short answer. Hmm. Food for thought. You and I have to take a commercial break. Please stand by, Larry. Larry Flaxman okay. is the co-author with Marie D. Jones of The Resonance Key, exploring the links between vibration consciousness and zero-point grid. one 877 is toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. And by the way, if you'd like to find out more about Larry, go to his website, www.paraexplorers.com. That's www.paraexplorers.com. Still to come on tonight's show, in the next hour, I'll be speaking to Doug Elwell from Mysterious World. Hour number three, Stan Romanak joins me. And hour number four, April Shirin. This is the Exxon, live and around the world on the Talk Star Radio Network from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Uh, you can always send an email to exxon at talkstarradio.com and our website's www.exxonradio.com and exxontv.com. We'll be right back after these important words from our mess, uh, from our sponsors. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Hi, I'm Larry Lawson, host of Paranormal Stakeout. With over 36 years in law enforcement, I have learned a few things. The most important is the proper gathering and preservation of evidence is vital to putting the bad guy behind bars. It's no different in the world of paranormal investigation. Whether it's the search for the afterlife, cryptozoology, UFOs, and extraterrestrials, how we gather the evidence, preserve that evidence, and present it to a jury of our peers will make the ultimate difference in proving the existence of worlds and entities that are beyond our imagination. Join me, Larry Lawson, every week on Paranormal Stakeout when, along with my guests, we'll take a journey to prove with indisputable evidence what man has struggled to believe for centuries. Go to xzbn.net for the broadcast schedule and check me out at paranormalstakeout.com. True healing must address four levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, for us to live joyful and productive lives. We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, soul balancing is for you. Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. A soul balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. 
Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, www.soulbalancing.world. Larry Flaxman is our special guest. He is the co-author with Marie D. Jones of a very interesting book, Exonation, called The Resonance Key, Exploring the Links Between Vibration Consciousness and the Zero-Point Grid. If you'd like to find out more about Larry, the website is www.paraexplorers.com. And uh, tell us more about Paraexplorers, Larry. Well, Paraexplorers is a, a joint um project between Marie D. Jones and myself. Uh, it is basically, an, it's a, an organization that we've set up to investigate anomalous phenomena that falls outside of the, the charter of our past, my organization, um, while still using the resources of our past. Our past is, is the largest, one of the largest uh, paranormal research organizations in the country. Uh, we're certainly the, the most well-funded. We utilize uh, over a quarter of a million dollars worth of equipment. So by creating Para Explorers, we are able to tap into the RPAS resource pool, equipment, uh, personnel, et cetera, to research things that are traditionally outside of our charter. So Larry, while RPAS, we look at ghosts, I guess you would say, primarily. Mm-hmm. Um, Para Explorers is, is the investigative arm that explores many other uh, things that fall outside of that realm. Cryptozoology, UFO, um, you know, any, anything really that wouldn't be considered uh, ghostly in nature, I guess you would say. Larry, with all, with all the research that has been done on ghosts between your organization and other organizations around the world, how come to this point there is still no definitive evidence or any definitive knowledge on ghosts? Well, that, that is a very interesting question. Um, that's one that I, I ask myself constantly, and I think that would probably take an entire show to answer in itself. Um, but I, I do believe that we've been really looking in the wrong place. I think that as a community, the paranormal research community, uh, really has been kind of all doing the same thing, and that we're all looking in the same place. And I think what's happening is we're actually looking in the wrong place. I think that you know, we need to be looking more at the uh, quantum level of things, much more so than, than simply just the uh, the environmental or the, the external levels that we're looking at now. Um, if there, you know, one of the things that I've learned with with our research is that you know we're attempting to to study a phenomena that, that's very very much a reactive uh, type phenomena in nature, and that you can't proactively determine you know, when there's going to be a paranormal event that occurs, you're always there after the fact to try to research it, very much like a UFO sighting. Mm-hmm. And I think that what's, we're, we're really just, we're not looking in the right place. And by the right place, I'm not, you know, I'm not really pointing to a specific geographic location. I, I think that we, we just need to be looking uh, more at the quantum level, maybe more at the, the atomic or subatomic level of things, much more so than just looking at temperature changes or looking at, you know, uh, things photographic or, or video evidence. Larry, I want to thank you very much for joining us tonight. We have to say so long for now. Continued success, and give us a call if anything interesting pops up in your investigations, either with our past or Power Explorers. Absolutely. Thank Take you, care you of for having me again. Great talking to you. Larry Flaxman, www.com. 
paraexplorers.com. Marie D. Jones, the co-author of The Resonance Key, along with uh, Larry Flaxman, will be my guest the first hour this coming Friday night. This is the Exxon. Doug Elwell is up next as we continue our investigation into the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology right here on the Exxon, live and around the world on Talkstar.